Monday. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. My computer's just doing its own thing. I don't know what else to tell you. It just does its own thing. At some point, I'm going to have to fix it. It's just that, you know, when I step away from it, I just leave it. <laughs> so good morning, everybody. Good morning, Harry. Good morning, Paul. I think Paul is out there in these streets looking for some uh, unsuspecting citizen to roll up on for word on the street which is fine it's a good way to start a monday off hearing about what folks are into uh i had a great weekend my uh uh you know i'm working uh i'm part of the freedom dreams exhibition at the creative arts workshop so i spent uh sunday um installing my uh my piece and it's rooted in the spiritual direction piece. So I hope people come and take it in. I got office hours over there. <laughs> Every Monday, 3 to 5, Saturday the 25th, 1 to 3. Uh, and then I'll be done by March 6th, I think. Uh, but people can come and sit and be in the spaces themselves. So, so you won't need me to be there. But I will be there. And the reception is tomorrow from... Uh, five to seven or so. So come through people and see. Uh, I need you to see Linda Meekin's art because it is stunning, 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 stunning. You know, and I need I need you to see uh, the other sisters work too. I mean, there it's just so much beautiful work in that space. And it's just blackity black, 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 black. So come through. Um, I am delighted to announce our girl, Samara Joy, has won two Grammys, Best New Artist, uh, and the other one for, uh, I don't know, Best Song or something or other, Best New Song, Best Jazz Song. Uh, so she won, and we are delighted. And I've been watching her Instagram feed, and I could not be happier. I could not be happier. You know, we spent that time with her. On Martha's Vineyard last summer, uh, while she was part of the uh, the concert, the the uh, jazz jazz festival that my friend Tony Williams puts together for scholarships for uh, uh, on the vineyard, jazz on the vineyard. So that was amazing, um, and uh, and we saw her for the first time at Birdland uh, because my friend Benita tracked down tickets. <laughs> And my friend Benita is in Cape Town, South Africa. So I know she, her ass is not up listening to me, but I want her to know I'm thinking about her. So, so yeah, so my art piece is up. Uh, high five and shout out to my daughter, Margo, to my son, Gregory, to uh, the amazing sculptor artist, um, um, Susan Clinard, Nico Whedon. Oh my God, so many people. And Eduardo, who helped. Uh, put it to pull it off yesterday. And thank you, Dulio, for the use of your space, for your studio space. It was really nice uh, being in studio space uh, and creating something. And it was arduous. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who bought beads, sent beads, buttons, 
whose satin strung buttons and beads <laughs> to all the people that did that work. God bless you. Like, that was so amazing to me. It was just amazing. I, I just loved it so much. Thank you. Thank you kindly for, uh, for that gift. For that gift. Thank you for the gift. That's all I can say. I mean, really, thank you for the gift of your time and your talent. I'm I'm delighted. So come through tomorrow, and uh, and let me let me thank all the people whose hands uh, uh, beaded these damn things because it was a labor of love. And uh, I just uh, I am deeply deeply grateful. And uh, if you have a presence of mind, listen to some music. Uh, uh, Alicia Crutchfield McLean invited me to curate Bloom's February playlist, and I have, and it's up. So if you want some blackity-black music, I got you. <laughs> I got you. So I, it's some great songs on this playlist. Uh, I've got Minnie Ripperton. I've got Stevie Wonder. I got Marvin Gaye. I got, I got everybody on this damn thing, and I'm delighted to have done it. So it's been a busy February. I don't know if I've ever been this busy in February. Like I am on it. And uh, LSAT class Saturday was fine. I didn't go in person. It was way too, uh, it was way too uh, cold for me to go out. You know, you got all these cold morbidities. Plus I'm hella allergic to the cold weather. So I get welts and um, hives when the weather is uh, too cold for me. And, it, and it's usually uh, early in the season, they'll come and then they'll go. But because we've had so much warmth, um, the cold hasn't really settled in. So my body has just been, I mean, it's an autoimmune thing. That's all I could tell you. It's a weird thing. I, it first happened to me uh, when I was uh, running for Alder in my very first election. And I, I, I'm on my way uh, to sit at, to be at the polls all day at Hill House for my ward. And I get there and uh, I start, I had all these welts on me, my face, my arms, my hands, my legs. And it started to hurt. And Talia, who was my campaign manager, was like, what is happening? She's like, are you nervous? I was like, Talia, I don't know. Maybe it's just cold. I'm cold. It hurts. Oh, my God. I had to go to the doctor and they told me what it was. And I had to get copious amounts of antihistamine antihistamine creams. I couldn't take any antihistamines because I had to be at the polls. It was terrible. <laughs> oh my God. It was the worst day. It really was the worst day. But I won, so there's that. <laughs> I won. So that was my weekend. Let's see, what, oh, what else did I do? I know, if I don't check my Instagram, I can't tell you what I've done. I can't tell you um, what I've done. So, uh, oh yeah, I could just tell you. So Friday, I didn't. We didn't do anything Friday. Oh yes, we did. We ran up to. Uh, oh, maybe that was Thursday. I don't know, Chow. I ran up to uh, Sacred Heart University for the uh, for the uh, thing. 
for um, Nathan Lewis's exhibition. He curated artists up there, at Connecticut and Sacred. Is it Sacred Heart University in Fairfield? So we went up there and saw that exhibit. It was very beautiful, beautifully done. Uh, so that was, I guess, Friday. I didn't do anything. I beat it more on Friday, uh, Friday night. I finished uh, I finished the beating. Uh, Saturday, I was in. Uh, Sunday, uh, I was out a little bit uh, installing the artwork. We went in the morning, picked up the bench, took it over to the gallery. And uh, that was that. And then I went, uh, ran over to the bookstore. And then I, I picked up some uh, Mama Mary soul food. <coughs> I just felt like it was Sunday and I wanted soul food and I wasn't about to cook it. So, you know, I got a mix of collard greens, cabbage, some flounder, uh, black eyed peas and rice, and uh, potato salad. <laughs> that's what I wanted. So that's what I got. So that was a nice little dinner and uh, copious amounts of wine. And here I am, Monday morning. So I watched the Grammys last night. And, uh, and I watched them through and through. I think everybody's all up in arms about Beyonce not getting album of the year. I, all right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die in that hill. Um, you know. Smokey Robinson, who is who I'm crushing on at the moment, is 83 years old and still fine AF. Smokey Robinson, 83, still fine AF. Got an album out called Gasms. Smokey's like, I'm gonna show you young jacks how to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna show y'all how to keep longevity. Because some of y'all ain't going to be around as long as I am, particularly not you rap rappers, because you rappers are falling by the wayside every day in your 40s and 50s. Here I am, 83, and I'm still talking about gasms. I see you, Smokey. I see you. And I ain't mad at you. So, yeah, so Smokey Robinson. Stevie Wonder looks amazing, too. Have y'all seen Stevie? Stevie, he's trimmed down. I think he lives in Ghana. I think if you're going to listen, we all should go to Ghana and just look beautiful. <laughs> his skin he looks trim he's trimmed down you know he's not caring remember he was looking all puffy um so yeah i'm i'm i ain't mad at him like go ahead go ahead uh uh and he sound, sound he was in good great voice great voice he was in great voice he was in great voice so so yeah i watched the grammys last night i mean i i think the most exciting thing was the tr tribute to hip-hop um, that was really good. And Dr. Dre got some more award. And I guess, you know, there are people still mad at him uh, for the behavior, for his behaviors of women and back in the day when he was a kid. And, and it still might be true. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what to think. I, I, don't, I don't know how long, how long, how long, not long. I don't know. Did he go to jail? No. I don't know what happened with that mess. I used to know. Now I don't know. I, I I cannot focus on these things anymore. So anyway, uh, the tribute to hip hop was really good. And of course, of course, they were going to leave people out. I mean, how could you not? You got like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. If they want to do a proper tribute, then you got to do a proper tribute. Just get that in. Do that. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, what's the point? It's the Grammys. It's not ours. It doesn't belong to us. You didn't create it. That, you know what I mean? Like, that's my that's my point. So, 
be mad if you want to, be mad if you must, but that's not a real good use of your time. <laughs> this is not a good use of your time. Uh, let me also tell you, so Chris Brown, with his foolishness, I, I don't, I, how old is he? Why does he still run around like he's 12? <laughs> he's a grown man and a parent. I don't know when he's going to mature and like, I don't know, show up as an adult to stuff. So, uh, uh, he, Robert Glasper <laughs> won best R&B uh, uh, artist of the year, whatever it is, whatever the GM thing is. So I guess Chris Brown took issue with that or whined about that or something or other. I don't know. And, and went to social media thinking he was going to get a sympathetic uh, ear. <laughs> and, and he did not. So I guess, I guess, what is it? He throws a temper tantrum after the Grammy loss, talking about who the F is this? Like, who the F are you? Like, what is right? He's just, he's Negroes, man. Go. Don't come. You know what? Don't come anymore. If you don't know how to behave, your mama ain't taught you no home training. None. You have no home training. Or you just, whatever home training you got, Chris Brown, you just like, F it. I'm going a, I'm to a throw it out the, the door. Like, <laughs> why are you messing with Robert Glassman, who is an accomplished musician and artist? All you do is dance across the stage and beat up women. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Like, who are you? Like, go sit down. It's so tired. I mean, I guess, you know, that bad boy image or whatever whatever that foolishness is, that immature image, sells records for him, keeps him relevant. But, you know, that's getting old, bruh. Like, how many more times... Are you 40? Can you do this? At, can you throw a temper at 40? Are you going to throw temper tantrums when you're Like, you've not changed or matured. You're still doing the same old routine. And it's a routine. I, I don't understand that. I guess you're just trying to separate yourself from all the other little people. I don't know. Ah. <sighs> Whatever, boy. Go sit down. <laughs> I just don't, I don't get him. I don't get it. And the fact that you don't know who Robert Glasper is, says, are you even in the industry? <laughs> like, are you even in the record industry? Like, what are you doing? Know who the key players are? Know his body of work? I mean, you got a smartphone. That's a simple, that's a simple search. This search. That's a simple search. See the collabs, see where he's been, see his music, listen to his music. Oh, you just kind of come out your bag and be like, oh, who is this? Why he win? I should have won. You're a grown ass man, aren't you? If somebody see him, tell him I said, get yourself together, brother. You sound crazy. So I guess you got a dragon on social media. 
people were like, no, what you're not going to do. And, you know, here's the thing. I wish these artists would, would come with their blackness, leading with their blackness and support of, of other black people first, rather than try to get into these fake fights and then want people to pick sides because it elevates their streaming exposure. Do you know what I mean? Like, stop doing that. Like, we all have to win. And you have to be part of the collective, Chris Brown. And I don't think, I don't know if you didn't learn that. I don't know if your people didn't teach you that. I don't know if you've not been in spaces where that has been, where where you've, you've experienced that. I, I don't know what this is. I know that you've cultivated this, 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 I don't know, this ignorant bad boy image and you are holding to it. You know, you can shift and pivot from that and become, you know, you can reinvent yourself into something else. I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that. I don't. I don't know how long you can stay in this tantrum role as a grown-up. <laughs> Do you really want to be known as this guy as your career? Like, don't you just want people to respect your music and not have to worry about your behavior? I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe because I'm I'm about to turn 60, I see the world a little differently now. You know, I see the world a little differently. And, you know, maybe, uh, maybe because of that, you know. Maybe because of that, I just know something a little. I just see the world a little differently. Uh, and Robert Glasper ain't sweating it. <laughs> Robert Glasper's like, listen, I do what I do. <laughs> I do what I do. And he just sounds, you just look and sound crazy. I don't know. I just wish he would do better in the world and represent better in the world. But you know, he's not. He's gonna he's gonna still be on that F boy mess and be out there. That gets old. And it's I I think this is I think this is the tipping point for you, my friend. <laughs> this is uh this is the tipping point. So and uh did he even perform at the Grammys? I don't even remember. You know. So anyway, high five, Robert Glasper. High five. Ah, here comes word on the street. And it's I don't think it's a terribly cold day outside. It's 36 degrees, so it's above freezing. So we'll see how it goes. Hey, Paul Bass. Let's see who you're talking to on this fine, sharp, clean Monday morning. Who we got? Okay. He was in. <laughs> no, he's not in. All right, we'll wait a few minutes. He'll be back. He's coming back. We'll wait a few minutes and he'll log in. Because I, I had him. We'll see what happens. It's word on the street Monday. Let's kick off our good week with something. All right, here we go. Hey, Paul Beasy. I know you're coming in. Coming in hot. <laughs> I like starting my Monday off with word on the street. Good morning. Welcome. Who are you running up on to the, today? All right. Well, he's there. He's not there. We'll just wait. 
listen, we got we got time. So to all the folks that are uh, driving in this morning from wherever, all points, uh, to the folks who tune in, and there are all kinds of people who tune in. Thank you all for letting me know that, <clears throat> that you tune in. Okay, Paul dropped out again. I don't know what's happening. Uh, he'll figure it out. <laughs> to all the folks who tune in, thank you very much. I hope you all had a good weekend. I did, even though it was a, it was a freakish day on Saturday. You know, I still got some stuff done. You know, I got some stuff done. I sat in on my class. I got some work done. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad. I got to I got to install my piece at the gallery, which was really nice. Uh, had some good help. They they pulled it off. So I tell you, if I if I have to <clears throat> if I have to ever do something again, I will call. Uh, that Margo and Gregory, they will move stuff for you, won't they? And Eduardo. <laughs> so it got done. It's up. So I don't got to worry about it until March when I have to take go back to the gallery and take it all down. But that's fine. I it'll be there until the end of to the middle of March. I'll let it uh it'll be there and people can enjoy it. I'm excited about I'm excited by that. And, and people can get a taste of, uh, oh, my God, what is happening? Harry, what is Paul doing? Why does he keep dropping out? I don't even know. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe it's maybe it's too cold out there. <clears throat> okay. Keep dropping. So anyway, I don't know what's happening. Maybe he... Uh, Maybe he's being met with people who are uh, resistant. Okay, here we go. One more time. Here comes Paul Beasy connecting to audio. Hi, <laughs> Babs. We got it now. Good morning. Because we're out at the edge of Boulevard here. And I'm here with three gentlemen. I'm going to see if I can get your right side up. You looking good? I'd like to say good morning to the crew from Emerge in Kimberly Park. Good morning. Good morning. You know, Basil Guys, right, Will, yes. Drew, Giovanni. Yes, and we also got Chris here with URL. And URI, excuse me. <laughs> we got the URL. What are you folks doing here? What's the word on the street? Um, fine. Uh, we're sprucing. We're taking care of the neighborhood as of today. We're um, sprucing the tree the trees in the tree line, as well as the gates around the park. We have a vast area of land. Which I just learned, listen to you guys, is a cricket field as well as a baseball field. You will play cricket? You know about cricket? Where you, how, how did you get into cricket, man? Uh, back home in Jamaica, I played cricket. Oh, yeah? yeah? All right. This is true. And true, how did you know this was a cricket field? What was the telltale? Unless I knew that they're the size of the patch of the cricket patch. Oh, okay. But they also play baseball here at the other end, right? It's a difference. Baseball's got a diamond. So that's not the patch in a baseball. Who knew cricket in Kimberly Square? But now trees, it's cold out. Right. Beginning of February. Right. So right now, people don't usually think about trees. But what have you been doing to each tree? You put a little tape around it? Yes, um, yes because those are the live trees. Those are the ones that are still, are, you know, still have life in them. So exactly. Um, our coordinator, Chris, here goes around, puts the ribbons, the pink ribbons on the trees, and we come around the tree area 
spruce it up, prune it. What does it mean to spruce it up? Well, we uh we cut off the vines, or we'll, we'll clip the vines with the loppers. And these are vines that go around trees, and that strangles them, right? They right. can't get as much air and water. Is that right? Do I have that right? That's right. It's air and water they take. That's okay. Right. Um, as well as pruning, which is you know cutting off the dead excess excess branches. That and how can you tell this time of year when there are no leaves, which ones are dead? Will we interview every few months here? He's always yeah, running the crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, along with the Merv guys, uh, you can tell the trees was dead. You go around, you look at it, you can mostly tell. You know, when, we, when he was talking about sprucing up, I mean, training around them, cutting the vines off. You know that in the vine and the, the trees, sometimes the vines break the branches, pull them down, strangle them. We out here right now, we're going to start all the vines, you know, around them. So they could even survive a little better, survive better. And it's, stuff like that. Like sometimes we go around, there's be a lot of debris in the area. So we try to people get- People dunk the trash right. here. You yeah. look right over there, you can see some guys doing some work right now as well. Fence line. The fence line. And what are they doing on the fence line? They're cutting all the vines off the fence line, you know what I mean? But the vines, they go up on the trees and they choke the tree a lot. So uh -huh. we just try- <laughs> Now why February, guys? Why are we doing this in February? Work all year round, and uh, and the idea is is that there's no birds nesting in the trees, so it's the perfect time to get out and save save those trees. What are you doing when there are birds? Uh, when we're when there's birds out, we're planting the trees usually uh -huh. on the streets, and then we do the uh, green space work in the summertime. Um, so we're we're trying to keep uh, the guys from emerge employed year round. And what about the park? So they're fixing up this park. Yeah, we are. So, so the idea is, uh, so we have a state grant that we're waiting on, and then the city has their contribution. And so the idea is that we're going to be replacing the fences adjacent to the neighbors that have, this park's been long neglected. And uh, we'll put in a, a trail that connects the school towards the waterfront, and then uh, plant screening trees all the way around it. Are you going to plant trees on the trail? Where's the trail going to go? In the middle? Uh, it's going to go see all those apartment houses over there. Yeah, the container They all need screening. But this is a really important migratory bird area. And so what we're trying to do is connect kids with with uh, with nature, but also have places to play, like play in the woods. And what, what role do the trees play with the migratory birds? So both from a habitat standpoint, from nesting, foraging, foraging in the wintertime, uh, but like in the, in the morning when the light's coming in on the east side, that's where the birds want to rest. They fly all night and need a place to rest. And so this is a great location to get more trees. What kind of trees are there around the line here, Chris? So we got a lot of oak trees. We have some uh, sweet gum, you know, uh, th those are the ones with the gumball trees all throughout here. Um, and we have mostly it's uh, oaks in through here. We have a couple pines, a couple red pines, which is kind of neat. So we're going to be bringing in a lot more evergreen in here. And too. where is that path going to be? It's going to go from this entrance over here by uh -huh. Kimberly right across. There's a footpath, a muddy footpath. And there's going to be trees there. And so we're going to have uh, trees between the path and the residential property. Wonderful. The residents are saying, hey, we don't want noise. We don't, you know, we don't like the activity that's happened in the park. So we want to do some So trees, trees do a lot. They do. They do Let me lot. ask the gentleman from Emerge again. What do you guys think about trees? Like you were talking about coming from Jamaica, through. Yes, well, um, I'm Five thousand. Now I know, Mr. Tisdale, you've been. How long you've been running crews at Emerge? All right, so that's a full-time job for you, running the crews. And you largely, I've seen you out in all the neighborhoods planting trees. 
What do you think that does for the city? Do you feel good when you plant a tree? Do you come back and look at it? Well, for me, I like for me, it's about giving back. You know what I'm saying? Tree make a difference. Tree make a lot of difference. Like a lot of people complain about them. So I always say that the good old got with the bad. Yes, a lot of leaves get branches in the drain out of the sewer. But also, I always tell them, it's your table made out of? What's your <laughs> bed made out of? What's your counter made out of? So it's a lot of good things that overweigh the bad things. Trees are beautiful. Like I said, they make a difference. And then what, time, different colors. And think about it here, we're at the park, and you got the highway right there. I can imagine it's kind of nice when the trees are blooming. You're not just looking, right. breathing the air from the uh, diesel. And then the oxygen, you know what tree does with oxygen, you know what I mean? It helps the environment, you know what I mean? It cleans so, the air. It's just clean the air, and it's just something we like to do, you know what I mean? And that's How about you, Javon? Do you remember thinking being a kid with trees? Well, I've planted about 300 plus trees myself with URI mm -hmm. um, a couple years ago, so, and I actually find, found it to be actually, because I don't learn so much during that time, you know, I found it kind of intriguing, you know, what you learn about trees and how much of an asset a tree can be to your life you know what I mean? and as well as the community but um i look at this project right here as a, a a big meaningful project just for the community itself over here in this area because it's like this park hasn't really been you know occupied right and look at all this land and this is like and right just, in the neighborhood my supervisor yeah. when you come up i'm like this is really a big little yeah, you know what I mean. This is like well, we went to the meetings. I know, as Chris pointed out, some of the neighbors don't want noise, but other people say we need places to play. We just need nice green like, spaces. Just imagine, you know, how it could look after you know the finished business is done here. You know, once you arrive, done planting their trees, making their pathway, putting up. I'm thinking about a whole park over here that you know the city may put up for kids, even though it's so much run to the line, but part that we're going to go through later on down the road. It's just about giving back to the community. It's big uh -huh. for me, you know what I mean? Because it's like a lot of people come from nothing. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? They have nothing. So something so small as cleaning up this area can go so far. Yeah. That's right, right there, Betsy Ross. Bab, do you have questions for the Emerge group? So when you think about trees, uh, is this a career path for you to be in this yeah, in this uh, uh, business of taking he says care it's of a career path, because emerge part things emerge for ex offenders. You get some skills coming out. You yeah. see here that Williams been here for yes, years. Yes, yes. What um is this career I path? Teach, I can teach the knowledge to the next set of set of guys. Like, could you see yourself for thirty years getting up five days a week and working on trees, working on landscape? I did it for the first. I enjoyed the first three hundred plus trees, so I want to see myself not enjoying the next three thousand. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you can see it honestly as a career path. Yeah, and what do you feel like at the end of the day when you go home after working on trees all day? Uh, well, from my experience behind it, whoo, I'm just exhausted. But I feel a good exhaustion. Uh huh. You know I mean, I'm tired. Tell my lady, I'm, I'm tired. Can you rub my shoulders? Rub my back. <laughs> I run backwards. Backwards. <laughs> I done did Boswells. I done. I done did by, with the UR. So it's like I I know a, a certain amount. And uh -huh. it's like, you know, I enjoy myself, you know, when I do get the chance to come on here and work with them, I enjoy myself. Uh, Babs, any other questions for the Emerge School? We let them go back saving the trees in Kimberly Park. Uh, no, I think, it's, is this a good day? Is the weather perfect for what you're yes. doing today? Yes. Tell me, now you're from Jamaica, so you yes. know warm weather. Yes, I know warm weather, but I mean, the, the weather is kind of nice out today, you know what I mean? Um, we just warm, we have our gloves on, you know I mean? we got on 
layers on our clothes. We have our boots. So did you do this? I did something to psych myself out. It was so cold on the weekend. Right. And I told myself, I get on my, I said, I'm going to get my bike Monday morning because it's not going to be under, it's not going to be minus five. Right. So all of a sudden a day that otherwise was cold felt warmer to me. Did that happen to you too? Or are you thinking Jamaica? It's not like Jamaica. It's not like Different climate. Anything else, Babs? We're going to let him go back. No, thank you very much. Thank you for taking care of the trees. Thank yeah. you. Have a nice day as well. Well, thanks, Babs. This is Paul and the Emerge Crew for Love Babs Love Talk at WNHHFM, New Haven's home for community radio. I've learned something about trees. I'm so glad that there are people out there that tend to them. <clears throat> and uh, I love the fact that they actually like doing it. So, and I've not been to Kimberly Park in forever and a day. So next time I drive by, I'll think about those trees. And then they're putting in more trees. I don't think people understand the goodness of trees. <laughs> and that's the, beside the fact that they clean the air, they give us oxygen, and uh, <clears throat> uh, and they give us a, an aesthetic listen. And we use trees for so many reasons. So I'm happy to, I'm happy about that. So there's that. Thank you so much, Paul, for that uh, word on the street. Trees! <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes. And uh, they made it so. <clears throat> so. So back to the Grammys. <clears throat> I enjoyed the, uh, the hip-hop piece. I enjoy seeing Run DMC out there doing their thing. I love seeing LL Cool J go back, just go back into it. I mean, yes, there were some folks that were missing. I tell you what I didn't like. I didn't like that whole lavishly hip hop last supper thing with DJ Khaled and what's his name? Uh, uh, um, they call him Hove. <laughs> You know, Beyonce's husband, Jay-Z, <clears throat> and whoever else was sitting at the table. I don't know. I didn't I didn't like I didn't enjoy. It. I guess God, it's called God did or whatever. I don't exactly I, I think that the, the message is nobody believed in them except God, whatever. And I I was trying to understand what what was the belief system about? Like, you mean like this janky record that y'all put out? And this ridiculously lavish Last Supper, which that's just not how that goes. But okay, I don't know. It just seemed, just seemed dull. It seemed dull and unimaginative. I think that's where I'm at with that. It's like dull and unimaginative. And uh, so I didn't enjoy that part. You know, I just didn't enjoy it. But you know, everything else I dug, you know, what are you gonna do? Not not much you could do. Tune in. I, I'm getting further and further away from these award shows anyway. I thought Trevor Noah did a great job. He didn't offend anybody, you know. I saw one piece where people didn't really want to talk to him, you know, because people are nervous about comedians and everybody's just trying to make sure they don't mess up and say the wrong thing. So I get the nervousness when you're out there on the floor trying to be candid and cute and funny. And, you know, if somebody rubs, rubs up, run up on you and ask you a question that might 
it might require some controversy. I, I get that. But I think he did a good job. I think he did a good job. I I I I I know that Beyonce's fans are are pissed off that she didn't get album of the year. She got four Grammys <laughs> and she didn't get album of the year. And they made this big deal of saying, you know, the first one in history to have more nominations and blah, blah, blah. And Harry Styles won for album of the year or whatever. I, I don't know what that, I don't, I don't have a dog in that fight. Like, I don't really know what to say about that. Like, I really don't. So I'm going to just, I'm going to leave it to the beehive to feel however they feel about that. I'm going to keep it pushing because <laughs> I, I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't get it. So yeah, maybe she, should, yeah, I, I liked her album. I still like it. It's a dance album. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of levels to it. Um, you know, when you can get the whole world to do that dance and uh, around Cuff It and like everybody and people are still doing it. I mean, that should be your award right there. Like the fact that people dig it so much. And, you know, and it's got that house disco vibe. You know, I think it was just the right album. Renaissance was the right album that we needed uh, in this moment. That's That's just where I'm at. I could be wrong. It's not like I've not been wrong before, but uh, that's how I feel about Renaissance. So I, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I feel like it was a great dance. And it reminded us, reminded us that, you know, dancing is fun. You know, that dancing is fun. And we ought to enjoy it. So I tell you what. Method Man is aging so beautifully. It is like a thing to behold. Like he just looks incredible. I think he was always fly, but I think, you know, crouched in all that bad boy kind of, you know, roughneck kind of vibe back in the day with Mary J. Blige. I think we didn't really notice how fine he was. I just, because, you know, it was just all that attitude and all that, you know, all that swag and all that. But now, He's 50, 51, or 52, or something or other. Uh, you see it. Uh, and he just looks, and when he puts those glasses on, you know, men that can wear glasses the way that he wears glasses, it is just a, a selling piece. <laughs> it is more than a croutement. <laughs> he is gorgeous. And he was out there last night. I was like, oh, look at Method Man. He's fine. I can't say that about everybody, but he looked fine. He really did look fine. He looked really, really fine. And uh, and I appreciated seeing him, you know. And, you know, Mary, Mary J. Blige, true to form, had, you know, had her little, had her record out. Good morning, Beautiful, whatever. I, I I don't got no beef with that. Yay. You know. You know, I, I want her to put out a I want her to put out a happiness album. I know. Her her heartbreak sells. I get it. Gotta stay in the dungeon, I guess. But I'd like to see her and she's done some. You know, like I wanna 
I like what you see when you're looking at me. When you walk in past the mirror. See, that's a happiness song. I like Good Morning Gorgeous, too. That's a nice song. I think for those women who, you know, suffer from whatever, all kinds of imposter syndrome and all the things and depression, and that might be a good song to just get them, you know, in a in a good headspace. So high five, Mary J. Blige. High five. She looked nice last night. She looked very, very nice. Uh, but Method Man looked very, very good. I thought Missy Elliott looked amazing. She's lost more weight, you know. Uh, Queen Latifah looked good. They came in their, they came in their hip hop swag. Like, go ahead, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. You know. So I listen. It was a nice salute. It was, uh, you know, nice, nice, nice. Was there some stuff they missed? Not that much stuff, but you know they missed a few things. So uh, it was, it was a nice tribute. People, people thought, you know, when I was looking at the social media feeds, people were like, all about it. You know, the Roots, Missy Elliott, Run DMC. Uh, I think Questlove is very visionary. I think he's very visionary in a very cool way. Buster Rhymes, uh, Flavor Flav. <laughs> I mean, it was really, it was just nice. Uh, salt and pepper, Spinderella. So, you know, they just they did a little bit of each song. You know, not a whole thing. You know, they didn't. They didn't do. You know, like long. They just did little snippets, and we, rem, you know, we remember that stuff. And they just reminded people how far we've come. Seriously. It was just a reminder of how far we've come in 50 years. It's hard for me to wrap my brain around it. Uh, it really is hard to wrap my brain around uh, 50 years of hip hop. Let me tell you, it was so it was Big Boy, Busta Rhymes, uh, with Spliff Star, Missy Elliott, Grandmaster Flash, Grandmaster Melly Mel and Scorpion Ethiopian King, Ice T, Lil Baby, Method Man, Nelly, Public Enemy, Queen Latifah, Too Short, Rakim, Run DMC, and Salt and Pepper and Spinderella. It's a lot. So you know, Rock the Bells, King of Rock, My, Mike Sounds Nice, Fight the Power, Unity, Method Man, uh, Atillians. Blow the whistle and put your hands where your eyes, where my eyes could see. I mean, it was just, that was, that was, that really was a great tribute. You know, I don't know if they had, if they, if they would have had more time, would they, would they, would they not have ruined it? It was great. It was just enough to remind us of uh, hip hop's influence and, and what it all produced. All the, all the cast of characters that came out of hip hop, you know. Um, and 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 gave people legit careers and uh, and and uh, fame and fortune. I'm just saying, it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I love seeing. Uh, I think Swiss Beast and the Locks was there. Little Uzi. I mean, it was just all kinds of people up on that stage. <laughs> 
Listen, I was here for it. I was jamming. I was like, oh, this is my childhood. Because, you know, rap, rap, I straddle it. I straddle it. I straddle it from the, the 1980s. You know, I came to it in the 1980s. So I've watched the metamorphosis of hip hop, you know. So it was uh it was it was really, really nice. So anyway. Uh, I think there are some more tributes. I think there's a whole thing planned for the 50th. So stay tuned. <laughs> so uh he curated uh Questlove curated a, a wonderful performance. You did a good job, Quest. Good job, Q. Good job. I think people were, were very excited. And 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 uh you can see Jay-Z and them in the audience just flipping all the way out. Like they just was like kids in the candy store. <laughs> it was like they were seeing all their idols. <laughs> They was just excited. And it was it was lovely to see that level of excitement, right? It really, it really was. It was it was good because they because the uh the cameras panned the audience and you could see the frenzy in people, right? And people knew people know this music. They know they know it. And they were they were excited. And you know, at the Grammys, these are the some these are the biggest celebrities, entertainers in the world. So for them to get all excited about hip hop the way that they did, it was adorable. <laughs> it was adorable. And you can see people singing the words and bopping around. And it was all kinds of people. It was all, it was, it was the country western people singing along. It was, you know, all the rock star. I mean, it was just, it was just nice. And so that was for me, that was the highlight. And the fact that Samara Joy won. That for me, that was that was a big deal. As soon as they announced her name, I said, I called her name. I called it. So I'm very happy for her because she's so talented and she's so young, right? Like she's she's got a whole a whole career, future longevity in front of her. And she's a lovely, lovely young woman, right? She's well, she's in her right mind, she's well adjusted. She's got a wonderful family that is close knit and they, you know, they hold her down and, you know, she's just, she's out here doing her thing. I, I love the people that she aligns herself with, her bandmates, you know, and, and all of that. So, so yeah, so I, I expect great things. And I have her album. <coughs> I have the red one. It's uh, and I might just play it. Uh, I might just play it sometime today. I might just play it sometime today. And, uh, you know, because she's amazing. And uh, we ought to be playing her music, ought to be playing her music. And she is uh, bringing us back to these songs in a, in, a, in a lovely, lovely way. And I love her song styling. And so I'll try to see her again this, this sometime between now and whenever when she comes back to New York. She's been in New York quite a bit. And I uh, haven't been able to 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 get to her, but listen, I'm gonna stay tuned. Um, I'm on her Insta, so uh, I'm always waving at her. She's always waving back. <laughs> so I I appreciate her. I I just adore her, and uh, I think the world of her. And listen, 
I saw all her merchandise at Martha's Vineyard. Listen, I handled her table, so all her merchandise. And she trusted me to handle it. She's like, okay. I counted it up, gave it to her in the envelope. Like, listen, don't spend it all in one, one place, baby. She had some, she had CDs, T-shirts, all kinds of stuff. I sold it. I was happy to do it. It was fun. I told people, I was like, listen, don't sleep on this young sister. Everybody that came in here, I said, let me tell you something. Get the CD now. Buy the T-shirt now. I said, because at some point, she's going to be untouchable to you. And you could say, I got her to her before she blew up. Now she's got two Grammys under her belt. Listen, her life is changing dramatically. And she just signed with Verve Records, too. So listen, so the tickets have just gone up for her. <laughs> the venues for where she's going to play just expanded. And that's what we want to see. That's what we want to see. So I'm just telling y'all, be ready, baby. So I'm going to try to see her again at some venue in New York. I think that's probably, if I can get her to Connecticut, I'd be happy. If we get her at the Arts and Ideas, I'm good. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. If I if I if I get her, we get her at the arts and ideas. Woo! I love it. So anyway, uh, that's my that's my thing. I'm I'm delighted, 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 delighted uh, that she uh, has won, and uh, she deserves every every everything, everything. And she's a lovely young woman too. You know what I mean? Like nice. Happy to talk to you, happy to uh, uh, take pictures with you. Really, really nice woman, nice young woman. And she's like 23, you know, she's like 23. So anyway, I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to take a break. And uh, I don't know, Harry, we got some Samara. Can you pull up some Samara Joy music? Play some Samara Joy, S-M-A-R-A. J-O-Y, Samara Joy. If not, some good old hip-hop would be good. Because, you know, we're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. So now I got to get somebody on to talk about hip-hop this month. Let me, let me, look, let me look through my Rolodex. <laughs> Did I just date myself? Let me look through my contacts. If anybody knows anybody I can talk to about hip-hop 50, I know people like, that's a Dulio conversation. Uh, that's a bunch of folks around. That's the Sam Edelman conversation, Edelman conversation. You know, I get somebody, that's a Brian Slatery conversation, as a matter of fact. You know, I'm happy to talk to Brian about hip-hop um, and, and his take on it. So, But anyway, uh, I'm going to run out. I'm going to go get me a cup of tea or something. And then I'll be back at 10.15. So y'all hang out and uh, be good and come right back because I'll be right back. And we'll catch up a little bit more. We'll just catch up. <laughs> Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening to... WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Get our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.
the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the gold tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wounds at 16. And running up in gates and doing hits for high stakes. Making my way on fire skates. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the dough off. Sticking up right, boys, on war court. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick tight click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas. Rolling in MPVs every week. We made 40 G's. Yo, brothers, respect mine. I ain't gonna take now. Bow, move from the gate now. Cash moves everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Cash moves everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. It's been 22 long, hard years. I'm still struggling. Survival got me bugging. But I'm alive on arrival. I'll be back to safe for the streets. To stay awake to the ways of the world. I'm in with the dream, with plans to make cream, let's fail I went to jail at the age of 15, a young buck Selling drugs and such, who never had much Trying to get a clutch on what I could not touch The court played me so now I face incarceration Pacing, throwing up states, my destination Handcuffed in back of a bus, 40 of us Life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough But as the world turned, I learned life was hell Living in the world no different from a cell Every day I skate from takes, giving takes, selling bass Smoking bones in the staircase Though I don't know why I chose to smoke cess I guess that's the time when I'm not depressed But I'm still depressed And I ask what's it worth Ready to give up so I seek the old earth Who explain working hard may help you maintain To learn to overcome the heartaches and pain We got stick up kids, corrupt cops and crack rocks And straight shots, all on the block that stays hot Leave it up to me while I be living proof To kick the truth to the young black Smoking sets, drinking beer And ain't trying to hear what I'm kicking in his ear Neglected for now, but yo It got to be accepted That what? The life is hectic Cash moves everything around me Green, get the money Dollar, dollar bill, yo Cash moves everything around me Green, get the money Dollar, dollar bill, yo Cash moves everything around me Green, get the money Dollar, dollar bill, And then we're talking autographs and tears and 
one of a kind and for your people to like and for your sucker dicks. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and make you yeah. want me. Now that I escape, sleep, walk away. Yeah. Those who correlate know the world they kick. Jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their 400 pound mate, if I could rule the world, everyone would have a gun in the ghetto, of course. We get the up and on their horse. Kick around, drinking moonshine. I pour a sip on the concrete for the deceased, but no, don't weep. Why Clef's in a state of sleep, thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, banker look like a drag. I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not. I'll send a letter to my friends. A born again hooligan, only to be king again. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress, if you don't smoke cess, less. I must confess, my destiny's manifest. There's some cortex and sweats. I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with Borgie and Bess. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes, bless you if you represent the food. But I hex you with some witches brew if you do do. Voodoo, I could do what you do. Easy. Believe me, frontin' niggas give me heebie jeebie. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone and defecating on your microphone. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. Refugees taking over the Buffalo soldier, dreadlock roster on the 12 hour, fly by in my bomber. Crews run for cover, now they under pushing up flowers. Super fly, true lies do or die. Toss me high, only for fly with my crew from like high. I refugee from Guantanamo Bay, dance around the border like I'm cash. This play. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. Like a jungle sometimes.
times, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. My brother's doing fast on my mother's TV. Says she watches too much, it's just not healthy. All my children in the daytime, Dallas at night. Can't even see the game or the Sugar Ray fight. The bill collectors, they ring my phone and scare my wife when I'm not home. Got a bum education, double digit inflation. Can't take the train to the job, there's a strike at the station. Me on King Kong, standing on my back, can't stop to turn around. Broke my sacroiliac, a mid range migraine, cancer membrane. Sometimes I think I'm going insane, I swear I might hijack a plane. Don't push me, call, I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Sometimes it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Cause only God knows what you go through You'll grow in the ghetto living second rate And your eyes will sing a song of deep hate The places you play and where you stay Looks like one great big alleyway You'll admire all the number book takers Thugs, pimps, and pushers and the big money makers Dropping big cars, spending 20s and 10s And you wanna grow up to be just like them huh. Smugglers, scramblers, burglars, gamblers Pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers You say I'm cool, I'm no fool But then you wind up dropping Rappers stepping to me, 
they want to get some, but I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome, I'm not the victory, they can't get with me, so pick a PC date, cause you're a history, I'm the authentic poet to get lyrical, for you to beat me, it's gonna take a miracle, and step into me, yo, that's a wrong move, so what you on, huh, dope or dog food, I'm a competition, I just devour, like a pit bull against a chihuahua, cause when it comes to being dope, hot damn, I got it good, now let me tell you who I am, the
Go ahead. Uh, uh, you got me shook up, shook down, shook down on your loving. <laughs> oh my God, that was so good. <laughs> Although, Harry, you had me when you played uh, Fight the Power, because that's still that's still one of my ultimate favorite. When that when that bass line kicks in and you hear it pumping, and you just I automatically just see the boombox. I just automatically see it just bump it. And then when it's like fight the power, that's it's still, it's still, it's still for me. Still for me. Still real for me. Still. I'm a round the way girl. I truly am a round the way girl. Oh my God. That is such hip hop is 50, y'all. It is 50. And now we're gonna we're gonna play it. We're gonna play it. We're gonna play it. <laughs> we're gonna play it. Even if it costs us getting kicked off Facebook. Y'all just listen to us on the radio because we're going to play it. It's good. And uh, I was just sitting here thinking about, uh, I guess there'll be all kinds of uh, hip hop tributes coming up. If Quest Love has anything to do with it, because he is single-handedly making sure that people uh, recognize. <laughs> he is single-handedly making sure people, uh, you know, and uh, I guess Will Smith was supposed to be there, too. I think Will is just probably feeling some kind of way. Let me tell you something, Will Smith. And this is what I know to be true. You made a mistake. Own it. And then forgive yourself for it. Chris Rock may never forgive you for it. That that That's never going to be. That should never be a part of whatever. Because you may not ever get his forgiveness. But what you can give yourself is your own redemption. Nobody could give you that. So even if Chris Rock said, you know what, I forgive you, you still have to do the work of forgiving yourself. You still have to forgive yourself for the moment. So it doesn't matter if Chris Rock forgives you or not. That That's not going to be germane to your healing about this. It's not going to be germane to you moving forward about this. What is going to be optimum for you to move forward is you forgiving yourself. So that's a little... Because you you contributed to hip-hop, too. Nobody can take that away. A slap can't take that away. And and while I I was one of the people that was like, yeah, how could you do that? But, you know, people could say the same mess about me. Babs, how could you have done that? Listen, and you got to, you got to, uh, you got to, you got to, you got to figure it out for yourself. Seriously. You got to, you got to figure it out for yourself. And, uh, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing else. So anyway, hip hop is 50. Will Smith, you have a legit bona fide uh, uh, place in hip hop history, you know, so, and it's not problematic. It is a legit, uh you tap real receipts for being in the hip hop movement. So just FYI. FYI. So uh so we'll see all the other tributes that that that's coming up. Because you know the award shows are cyclical. They come back around. And uh you know we'll see. So I don't know what awards are next. Um I guess we just had some, right? The the uh we just see the American Music Awards, some old mess. 
Uh, I don't keep up with them anymore. Did we just see the Oscars? Did the Oscars already happen? <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Shoot. I, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I got now. I got to look this up because I, I thought the I thought I saw the Oscars. You know, I don't even know. I think so. I think we already had them. And uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, let's see. All right. Let me. Let me. I can tell you what's coming up. Mm. Let me tell you what's happening. So the Golden Globes. That's what we saw. We saw the Golden Globes. Oh, let's see. So February, February, the Grammys. Oh, February 13th is the Oscar nominee luncheon. So all the people that got nominated to go eat together. Um, the DJA award ceremony, the BAFTAs are, are the award ceremonies. And um, the BAFTAs are like the English version of the Oscars. Uh, the Annie Awards, the PGA Awards. The SAG Awards, um, February 26th. So that's that's more theatrical, like all the actors. And then March, uh, the final Oscar voting begins, March 2nd. So then they start voting, all the all the members of the Academy. They start voting on the films. Hopefully they've watched these damn films. You know, because I'm sure they have screenings all over the place or they send people links to screenings so they can watch these films and vote or act accordingly. Like, oh, no. uh, and then they, they have seven days. Oh, so the, the Film Independent Spirit Awards is March 4th. So from March 2nd to March 7th, March 7th is the Oscars uh, final voting ends. So you got you got like a week. You got to watch all these films. <laughs> and then on the 12th, the 95th Academy Awards Ceremony, 95. He might as well treat it like it's 100. Might as well. So, all right. Okay. So, wow. Uh, not bad. So, so we've got we've got the Oscars to look forward to. Because that's the one people are really going to be excited about, March 12th, the Oscars. And uh, and this, I, I saw the nominees, I think. There's a lot of nominees. Oh, yes, because Angela Bassett. Oh, speaking of Angela Bassett. So I finally watched Wakanda, streamed it on Disney because I have Disney Plus or whatever it is. Finally watched Wakanda. Oh, and I think it was just the right sort of, you know, if 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 Chadwick Boseman hadn't passed, I think it would have been a different film. But because he passed, you know, I guess they had to sort of re reorient us back to that storyline and allow us to to mourn with Wakandans. <laughs> and uh, it worked. I liked it. I thought uh, I thought Angela Bassett was amazing. I didn't I didn't want her to die, though. Like, gosh, why does she have to die? Damn it. <laughs> Could she just save the girl and been all right, you know, but all right. So that means she's not going to be in the third one. Her part is done unless she comes back as a spirit, you know, guided, guide, you know, as guidance. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I just, I enjoyed it. It's long, long, long. 
And uh, that Rihanna song is quite haunting. It is quite haunting. I still hear it in my head. Like, I still hear it. So I was like, okay. <sighs> it's a, uh, it's a uh, something. So anyway, I watched it and I enjoyed it very much. I'm glad I got to watch it. I'm glad I got to watch it. Long, but I watched it. So very nice. Very nice. So I'm glad I got to see finally Wakanda. I wasn't the only black person on the planet that hasn't seen it. So I saw it, watched it. It was good. It's good. It's good. And if I watch it again. And and I loved that it had a it had uh Michael B. Jordan in it for a little cameo piece. I appreciated that. So, you know, he's with the ancestors. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. So so yeah, I, will I get to Avatar? I have no idea. My daughter reminded me that uh, I took them to see the first Avatar, what, 10 years ago, whatever, however long it was. And uh, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Although I can't get out of my head. My sister keeps saying, that's just Return to Fern Gully. <laughs> and ever since my sister said that, I have not been able to look at Avatar. <laughs> The same way since. <laughs> Every time I see it, all I see is return to Fern Gully. <laughs> my sister is silly. My sisters and brothers are silly. Uh, my brother Mike's birthday is tomorrow. And so I'm going to shout him out happy birthday at some point tomorrow morning. Uh, he turns. I don't even know how old my brother Mike is. I want, He might be 51. 52, maybe. I don't know. I think we're like seven, eight years apart. So I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I know he's in his 50s. I know I know we are all squarely in our 50s, although I'm about to leave then in the 50s and go on into the 60s. I'll keep the 60s running for you when you get here. <laughs> so, you know, we're all we're all aging and hopefully we can just all age together and be amazing. So we'll see. I don't, I don't want to lose any of my siblings. I'm not quite ready for that foolishness. I, I, I'm just not quite ready for it. So, yeah. So right now we're all good. <laughs> we all good. Unless an anvil falls on my head. And I'm not wishing for that. But I'm just saying. So, But yeah, so I did watch Wakanda Forever. And I'm very happy about that. And uh, And it was really, really, really good. So. Um, so y'all stay up uh, with possible futures because they've got, you know, we just had the Black Panther discussion um, for the book, uh, which was uh, amazing. The book by uh, uh, Kekla Magoon, and she had a whole talk on it uh, the other day. And then um, they were supposed to have a, a Saturday was supposed to be uh, the 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 um, book club meetup. Uh, but the weather was just too dangerously cold. So they, they canceled it and rescheduled it. Um, so, so be on the lookout for pos possible futures and uh, by any means ne necessary uh, books, LLC. And if you're on their mailing list, if you're not on their mailing list, get on their mailing list uh, because they're going to be continuing the conversation around the Black Panther Party and then the Fred Hampton Project, which is uh, upcoming, which is Andrew uh, Kaplan's uh project and so 
I want y'all to support that. So definitely, definitely, definitely um, come in and uh, be a part of that and uh, pay attention to Possible Futures. Uh, they are on Instagram. They're on Facebook. So you can get a schedule of activities that's going on at the bookstore. And, you know, we're still going to string beads. I think we're going to string beads for a very long time because people find it very therapeutic. <laughs> so we're just going to keep we're just going to keep the uh, we're just going to keep the uh, the the. Uh, we're just going to keep it going. We're just going to keep it going because how can we not? How can we not keep it going? So that's that's my my thoughts on that. We're just going to keep it tight and uh, and 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 have a bead party. Just keep adding to the beads. And I'll throw some beads on the on the porch. We'll just create stuff with the beads. You know, we'll just continue to create things with beads. And 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 that's my life. So uh, I'm already thinking of things I could add beads to, like to dangle beads from. Just let them, you know, be be a part of stuff. Benches, wings, all kinds of little things. Uh, I got the fever for the, I got the flavor for the fever now. So, and it is quite zen. So I suspect the way that knitting and crocheting is zen for people. Needlepoint is zen for people. You know, that kind of thing. So, whew, I'm just, uh, we doing it. And it's February. So, February holds Valentine's Day. And it's coming, y'all. And you know I love Valentine's Day. So I gotta I gotta sit and do my Valentine. I gotta get some Valentine's Day cards in the mail. So I will do that in the next couple of days so that they can hit uh right just before Valentine's Day. Because I love Valentine's Day. Oh the more toujours the more <laughs> I don't have a, I am my own Valentine. I'm my own Valentine and uh and I, I romance my friends and all of that and so that's I'm just gonna send Valentine's Day cards. And I have some because I, I buy them. I buy them and hold on to them. So I'm gonna send some out and uh I got stamps somewhere. And you know, I make a big deal. I get love stamps and I'll send them out to people. Just get it, just get just get it out there. And uh, you know, happy Valentine's Day, people. Wishing you great love and joy in this season of love and joy. <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. What y'all doing? And I'm going to take my friends out for dinner, for Valentine's Day dinner. I'm taking them. I think we're going to go to Ion, which is a wonderful vegan restaurant in Middletown. So I think we're going to go and have an early dinner there. And uh, Ife has a boyfriend. So, so she gets to spend some time with us and then she can go spend some time with the boyfriend <laughs> i have no boyfriend happily so so i'm spending my valentine day with them and then i'll just come home and probably read or do some old stuff and see what happens and uh let it be that let 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 love rule you know i was telling somebody the other day i was having a conversation i said you know if i meet somebody and they want to get into it with me uh, they have to, they have to, I have to sort of weigh whether or not what they bring to me is, is an enhancement to my peace and liberation. Because <laughs> if you're not enhancing my peace and liberation, I don't want to be bothered with you. <laughs> I, 
I don't. And I everything in me reflects that. Everything, everything reflects that. And I told you as I was working this out, as I was working out why I was feeling the way I was feeling about Andrew and, and uh, his new girlfriend, it really was not the new girlfriend at all. It was not about that. It, and I'm so glad I did that. I just took the deep dive in and I didn't just take what I what I was feeling about it at, at surface value. I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm glad that I, I dug, took a deep dive and said, the fear was never about him having a girlfriend. The fear was always that I would not have, that I would not be centered in his life the way that I am now. That really was at the heart of all of the heartache, that I was going to lose him and what we had would be lost because things change when people get, and he was, and, he, and no matter how much assurance he gave me, I just didn't believe it. Oh, well, now I believe it because I figured out for myself that it didn't matter what he said. I had to believe that I had to sort of say, okay, it's not gonna, it, I, I'm centered in his life. Like I have a place. I don't have to jockey for a place. I don't have to fight for a place. I don't have to prove that I'm worthy to have a place. I don't have to do any of that. I already have a place. <laughs> I am already loved by him. I am already, I am already centered. So I don't, so I could just that fear, whatever that fear was, it no longer exists. So I'm that's see, when you when you are willing to take the deep dive. No matter where it takes you, no matter where the deep dive takes you, it is it is infinitely better to take the deep dive than to stand on the shores and lament and wish and then do things that will cause you to hurt more because you are unwilling to walk in truth. Baby. <laughs> so once I did that. <laughs> It was never about her. Never. Never, never. And I've never been jealous in all of my life. And I transferred jealousy because I didn't take the deep dive into why I was feeling the way I felt. And now that I have, I'm like, I feel better. I'm way more centered now. Way, way more, way, way back to my self-possessed self. Yeah. And at some point I will I will share that I will share share this with him because that's the other part of the walk in truth to sort of say. And the only reason why I got here, the only reason why I got here, one of the reasons why the biggest reason I got here is because he had said to me over dinner, he's like, you know, every few years you you announce that you are taking a break from me, and I I never need a break from you. <laughs> it's like I I don't need a break. I'm listen, this nothing changes as far as I'm concerned. And I and I heard when well, what I heard was, Fabs, you you pull this stunt every every few years. You pull this. I got to pull away. And and the reason why I pull away is because I didn't take the deep dive to walk in truth to sort of say what is it that is at the heart of my feelings about this. And and it has nothing to do. It it really has nothing to do with him saying or doing anything. It is my own sort of. Uh, 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 getting myself peaceful about what is about what but what the truth of things are you know and 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 because i i don't want a boyfriend i i don't <laughs> you know i don't and 
And it, now that doesn't mean one won't show up. And it doesn't mean that I would close the door on one. What, what I'm saying is I'm not actively, religiously, desperately seeking anything but peace and liberation. That's that's it for me. So if if a, if a brother shows up peaceful and liberated, it might be a match made in heaven. If a, if a man shows up liberated and peaceful, it might be a match made in heaven. But I'm not I'm not putting myself on anybody's websites anymore. I'm not asking my friends to set me up with anybody. I'm not I'm not going to be looking at men as if as if to 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 size them up to see if I want to try them on. I'm not doing that anymore. I, and I mean that. And I used to look at men longingly thinking, oh, maybe he could be the one. He could be the one to do what? <laughs> you know, when I start thinking like that, that means I'm not paying attention to my life and what I got going on. And I know people need companionship. I get that. I have so much companionship is out of, coming out of my ears and happily and rightly so. I miss nothing. I miss nothing. <laughs> uh-uh, I lay in my bed and I'm happy to be laying in my bed with my books and my laptop, all the things. I know people like, oh, don't you want somebody? No. Yes. No. Yes. Like if someone shows up, like I said, if they show up peaceful and liberated, that's real possibility. That is real possibility. But if they show up and I immediately have to deal, I have to, I have to deal with their indecision and undecisiveness and, and crap. Oh, are you kidding me? Because Andrew has already given me a, a blueprint of, of how a man should show up for a woman. So I already have a blueprint. I'm not going to ignore that blueprint for some foolishness. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> nope I'm not doing that so I already have a blueprint of, of what I like and what suits me and he has given me that blueprint I, I I am better for it so that's where I'm at so I'm I'm uh I'm I'm good I really am good I like I like where I I I, I am in the world at this particular moment I like where I am in the world. I like my friends. I like the activities. I like all the things that I'm doing. I like the places that I go. I like the conversations that I'm having. I like the food that I drink and the wine that I drink. I like all the things. It's a sweet spot that I'm in. I like it. And so I, and, and there's room for more sweetness, of course. There's more, there's more room for sweetness. There's no room for demands. Mm -mm. there's no room for that. I don't have any room for demands. And there's no room for compromise. I'm not compromising a damn thing. So there's no room for that. I have no space for that. I don't have to compromise Jack. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not doing that. Uh, and, I, and I don't have to see somebody else's perspective. It's just my perspective. If I rule the world, and I do. <laughs> so because I like ruling the world, I got the, I, I, I'm, I'm over here. I'm, I'm over here. And I'm not lonely. I'm not even lonely. Like, oh, my God. 
I could go in any restaurant in, in anywhere in this anywhere in the world. I could go to any restaurant in anywhere in the world and I would make friends. I would talk to people. I would get to know people. Even if it's the wait staff, I swear to God, I, I, I am that way. So I am never lonely. I remember when I used to be, when I used to imagine myself lonely and I thought, oh, what I was experienced was lonely. What I was experienced was not being self-actualized. That's what I was experiencing. But I, I, I'm self-actualized. You know, I like, I like who I am in the world. So I don't, listen, I, I'm quite happy. It's that. I tell people, and I said this, I said this the other day on air, this is the best version of Babs that ever existed. This version right here is the best Babs, the best version of Babs that ever existed. Now, I don't know what I'll be like next year. I don't even know if I'll be alive next year or next week. I don't even know. But I know in this moment, this is the best version of myself that I love, enjoy, and, 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 and want to keep nurturing. This is the Babs I'm nurturing. You know, to 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 become more fully myself, to be more liberated, to be more in the world the way that I want to be in the world. You know, I don't I, I'm not concerned about myself with being fat. And there are moments where I think, well, you know, whatever. I, I'm not I don't my fatness does not determine my happiness or my sex appeal or my intelligence or my brightness or anything. It just means I take up a lot of space. I like taking up space. That's it. That's it. Now, there's a good chance that I probably will lose some weight because I want to live a life without all these medications for a period of time. I know as you age, you got to get on everybody's medication. So, you know. So that's what I'm saying. It's the, it's the, it's, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm cultivating this. I'm cultivating and nurturing this very good version of myself. <laughs> this very good, this very good version of Babs Rolls Ivy. So there's a lot going on today. The exhibit opens Freedom Dreams uh, opens at the Creative Arts Workshop. If you've not, if you've not been over there in a long time, this would be a good time for you to come over to Audubon and get you some of this Black History art. And see these artists, it is stunning. I'm going over there today because it actually opens today. Tomorrow's the reception from five to seven. Come eat, drink, be merry and see the art and come talk to me. And let me tell you about spiritual direction and, and why I think uh, uh, the future, we, we won't have a future if we don't love each other. We just won't. We, we will not be able to survive, to survive in the future. And if you don't believe me, just watch The, the, the Last of Us. <laughs> Which I didn't watch. Which now I got to go back and watch. Thank God HBO's like 50 channels and, and they'll be running it all day. So I'll go back and watch it. I'll go back and watch it a little later. So, uh, but I just want, I just want people uh, to understand that, that, that love is the real revolution and that vulnerability is a superpower. And that if we all tapped into that, if we all showed up for each other and extended ourselves to each other, we might have a better world. We might. Now, I don't know how that would work with skinheads or Nazis or any of that other kind of stuff. But the everyday ordinary people who are going about their everyday ordinary life, you know, we we can build a bridge of love and trust and community with each other. We can do that. We can do that. 
We can do that. And but we have to be inspired and we have to see models of it. So I'm trying to make my life a model of how to be in community and in love with people uh, all at once. That that's what I want to see. Because that's that's the way I'm going to change the I have changed the world from my porch with love and light and hospitality and kind words. <laughs> that's it. Tall order. That's what I'm doing. That's my place in the universe. So if I so if I can make a difference in my neighborhood with my neighbors and I and we've seen evidence that it is happening, then you know, listen, I like power and influence. And I like power and influence from the porch. So anyway, so if you have presence of mind, come tomorrow. I'll talk more about it tomorrow. We'll see. We'll talk more tomorrow. And uh I want people to come and see this exhibit. It'll be up um until March, I don't know, 18th or so. Uh, and I'll be there every Monday, starting next Monday from three to five. So if people want to come and sit with me and have an experience, a human experience, a human being experience, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So I want y'all to come. So I'll be there tomorrow night. Let me see if I can put a little glam on and uh, float through the spaces and and uh, enjoy, enjoy people. So uh, come and see the artwork. It is incredibly beautiful don't don't miss it seriously i know some of y'all want to get on a train and run to new york and i like doing that stuff too i love doing that stuff uh but here and we got some blackness right here so eat it <laughs> eat it up absorb it <laughs> absorb it <laughs> so i'll see y'all and uh take a look at the trees we got great trees in new haven Thank you, uh, Emerge and URI and Common Ground, all the people that take care of the growing things in our city. Looks beautiful. Trees. And I've got lots of trees in my neighborhood, which is lovely. I have more trees in this neighborhood than we had in Beaver Hill. Ha-ha! Imagine that. So I love the trees. They're beautiful. They provide shade. And if you get close to them, they'll tell you. They'll tell you the secrets of the earth. So, I'll see y'all. Thanks, Harry. Going to the movies with your homegirls crew while a businessman in suits be hawking you. Baby hair pumping, lip gloss is shining. I think you're in the mood for whining and dining so we can go out and eat somewhere. We got a lot of private jokes to share. Lisa, Angela, Pamela, Renee, I love you. You're from around the way. Tell all your friends they can go my way Pay your toll, sell your soul Pound for pound costs more than gold The longer you stay, the more you pay My white lines go a long way Either up your nose or through your vein With nothing to gain except killing your brain Peace.
Stephen Snow. And now I'm having fun, baby. It's getting kind of low. I need some one-on-one, baby. Baby. Crystals painted pure and white. A multi million dollars almost overnight. Twice as sweet as sugar, twice as bitter as salt. And if you get hooked, baby, it's nobody else's fault, so don't do it. Get excited. Now I'm broke and it's no joke. It's hard as hell to fight. 